Hi everyone, Sandman here. This video, Prostitution in Canada, is the first video in a series about prostitution laws in a number of different countries, including the United States, Germany, France, Iceland, and many more. A few weeks ago, the Supreme Court of Canada took down a prostitution law, and unless anything changes within one year, then brothels, streetwalkers, and women living off the avails of prostitution will be free to start selling sex in the open market all over Canada. I'm sure many American tourists will be coming to visit Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver, and Niagara Falls to have sex with the locals. Perhaps even American prostitutes and escorts will start migrating up to Canada to find work. But if they do, then the price of prostitution will collapse. A quick check of the now Toronto classifieds reveals that it costs roughly $100 for a half hour with a call girl in the greater Toronto area. I bet that price will fall in half if nothing changes in the next year. Over the last few years, the Toronto police have reduced the number of charges they normally lay on prostitutes and pimps by about 90%. The laws as they were didn't outlaw prostitution, but they outlawed solicitation and running a body house. Many local papers have sections in the back that offer discreet rendezvous between consenting adults. But the sale of sex has been unregulated and hidden away at many of the sleazy motels in the east end of the city of Scarborough and west end motels in a place called Mississauga. Many of the motels in those areas make their money on prostitution indirectly through room rentals. So how is this an issue for men going their own way in the Great White North? Why should Canadians care about the end of prostitution laws? Well, for one thing, sex will become a cheaper distraction between consenting adults. And it's the prostitutes and sex workers that will be losing out in the end. Women will be able to sell their bodies right out of their homes and apartment buildings. The cheap motels will lose business as the sex workers start their own brothels. Even the owners of the Moonlight Bunny Ranch and famous Nevada brothel are planning to open a location in Toronto, Canada. If I was smart, I'd be talking to people in Niagara Falls, Ontario, and start thinking of opening my own saloon and brothel. And I'd call it Sandman Saloon and Whorehouse. If things go as planned, there will probably be a major red light district popping up in every single major town in Canada. Gambling, gay marriage, drugs, and prostitution were all considered activities that were once marginalized by society. Now anyone can play the lottery, most major cities have casinos, and gay marriage is becoming legal as well. Even medicinal marijuana and legal narcotic drugs brought to you by the Food and Drug Administration in the USA are becoming socially acceptable. Pornography was also illegal at one point, and it was one of the first of the marginal activities that was made legal. As a result, the price of pornography has gone down to zero thanks to the internet. Anyways, getting back to prostitution. If the government doesn't create a new law to govern prostitution in Canada, then we'll start becoming the cut-rate prostitutional capital of North America. Germany is the cut-rate prostitution capital of Europe, where there are hundreds of thousands of hookers and thousands of brothels. Prostitution became legal there in 2002, and since then, 500 brothels have opened up in Germany. I'm linking to an article in the description that will show you what's going on in that country. 
Here's one quote from a 23-year-old prostitute in Cologne from the article below. The going rate for oral sex in intercourse used to be 40 euros, or 54 American dollars. But when the nearby city of Dirtmont closed its street walking area, more women came to Cologne, says Alia. There are more and more women now, and they drop their prices so they'll make something at all, she complains. Bulgarian and Romanian women sometimes charge less than 10 euros, she says. One woman here will even do it for a Big Mac. So, Germany destroyed the artificial scarcity created by illegal prostitution, and by legalizing it, women are the ones that are losing the money. By making brothels legal, most male brothel owners are making the profits off the backs of prostitutes. If, the, if you legalize prostitution, then pimps become replaced by brothels and the brothel owners, who are mostly males, and they end up making most of the money from women's bodies. The female sex workers that helped repeal the old Canadian sex laws have no idea that they have destroyed the profitability of sex work in Canada for escorts. The price of vagina futures is about to fall in the open market. So sell, Mortimer, sell. Many MGTOWs are shunning women altogether for relationships. And prostitution is probably the only relationship some men out there even want or have. It's honest and to the point. And I could foresee a time when male teenagers will spend their money on prostitutes rather than date the girls at their local high schools. Visiting the Toronto Bunny Ranch might become some sort of rite of passage into male manhood for boys in Toronto. Rob Ford is working on getting a casino and jet planes to fly directly into the downtown core of the city. Toronto could soon become a vice capital of North America, probably second after Las Vegas. But I'm hard-pressed to see or hear a, a reaction from women. What do women think about the whorehouse that this city might turn into by next Christmas? We could have our own red light district. Men might start going to whorehouses in this city instead of lining up outside of nightclubs to pay obscene admission prices, and then even more obscene prices for drinks on women inside. It will make sense for men to go to brothels, pay for the women there, and know that they're going to get to put out that evening. Conventional nightclub owners and single women in the city stand to lose the most as the male population starts to flock away from the club district. The club district would probably shrink, as the only people in the clubs would be the owners and the women waiting for all eternity for men to come in and purchase drinks for them. Restaurants would also lose business as brothels started appearing around town. Personally, I'm looking forward to a world where women are increasingly forced into prostitution because men realize that it's not worth it to marry many of the women today. Canada is about to become an experiment to see if legalizing prostitution will work in North America. A collapsing society needs to distract people with cheap sex, booze, gambling, and drugs. This is also being done to squeeze the last bits of wealth from people. If people don't spend money on these vices, then they might have money to educate themselves about their oppressors. Or they might even be able to save that money so they have options in the future. If you spend it on prostitutes, gambling, and drugs, then you won't have it in case of emergencies or if anything else goes wrong. Men are shunning marriage and not spending their money on women, so the state needs to find new ways to gather revenue. That's why I believe that prostitution is being legalized in Canada. I once worked at a bingo hall a couple times when I was a teenager, 
And I realized that much of the wealth that goes from the government to the poor often ends up going into the bingo halls and other gambling establishments. Prostitutes and call girls will probably become chased by tax collectors in Canada. And to be honest, I'm all for the idea that women should be taxed for the physical labor they provide through prostitution. Men are taxed when they take jobs building houses and other physical jobs that they do. Women should be taxed for their sexual labor as well. It will be up to the whores to hire accountants and start remitting their own income taxes to the government. Not only will they be making less money than before, but they'll also be paying tax on it as well. I think the idea of the Japanese herbivore man and his female counterpart, the dried fishwoman, have Western governments scared. I think that sexuality is changing rapidly, and the internet and the cost of sexual gratification through the internet is actually falling. If men are sexually satisfied outside of relationships, then they have little incentive to look for a wife and have children. Women, on the other hand, have every incentive to find a husband that makes more money than them and provides a comfortable living for them. Anyways, that's it for my ranting today. Thanks for listening, and cheers.